kill the Negro. He don't even know himself. He think that Gucci belt represents wealth. Kill the Negro. He don't even know if he should worship Yahweh or support his family member that just came out gay. Kill the Negro. He don't even know his own bloodline, so the nigga culture came up with what's poppin' slime. Matter of fact, you ain't even gotta kill the Negro. He don't see no equal in his people, so we watch a bunch of Malcolm X sequels kill the Negro. He don't know his own language. He said if it's foreign, then it's born. But guess what? That's true. Because when his ancestors were shacked up on a boat, they damn sure wasn't storm. We brought them to a foreign land, raped they women. Now their women don't even respect the Negro man. Kill the Negro and get rid of all these Kaepernicks because we will put a cap in, Nick. These brave ass niggas make me sick. Gee, what we should do is start a war. Let's start a draft. You know how the old days go. The richest slave owner get the number one pick. And if he refuses to get drafted, let's do him like clashes. Throw him in jail. And take everything that he owns. He must motherfucking forget. It's our plantation that we own. And we don't let niggas stray from home. And if he tries to escape, we will get the police to put one in his dome. Kill the Negro. Welcome back to the Blue Line Podcast. It is your host, Black Line, with my co-host, Blue Line. Uh, the producer, Torn, is here again, of course. Um, and, shit, we all here. What's we, up? What's we, going on? We were just on? talking about, in the first couple episodes, oh. why oh. did we ever not have Tuan in here? The, Twan, the first, like, the first two episodes. Tuan is like, <laughs> you hit he's an interesting and you walk guy. Out and we're like... It seemed like yeah. the right thing to do, but now it's like... Now it's like, I, hey, man, where the fuck know, is Twan be at? so lonely without him. I was an extra. I didn't need to be in a room. No, you, we need you, bro. Everybody, yeah. I get messages about you. Really? Yes. I always, hey, Twan needs to do this. Hey, Twan, can Twan say this? Can Twan say that? Are they cute that's asking these questions, uh, though? One listener, hold on, I'm, I'm about to look it up. People love Twan. Yeah, oh, people man. love Twan. Yeah. There is one message. I mean... Obviously, you know what you're doing because the quality of this podcast. Oh, you're coming about Margaret Sanger. Uh huh. All right. One listener said that uh, could you research? She said, could you ask your producer to do his research on Margaret Sanger? I believe his. I believe he's been influenced by profile propaganda mm, that uh-huh. is not true about her. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. I was about that, too, But she's, 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 she's a pretty lady, though. Yeah, she has some very different points of view. Like, I mean, Planned Parenthood, she was very, from what I could find, she was very much on some genocidal stuff. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, if, <laughs> if that that listener would provide me with some information, I'd be glad to look oh, into be, it. She, she helped me register to vote. This year, yeah, mm. nice. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah I, yep. Did you, Did you get my text the other day? I did. I did. I, I sent a reminder text. You to did. You, guys. you did. And, and you registered. I did register. No, November sixth. We should uh, do a show from the polling location. We should. Um, I still <laughs> don't know who the fuck I'm voting for because I don't know none of them people. I don't know. And what, you know who you can check with? Tortoise Wind. 
That is true. Send her send that her a text that and is say, true. Dear Tortoise Wind, send true. me a list of people to vote I'm for. I'm just and waiting I trust for one entirely. of these politicians just roll up in the hood, though. That's all I'm waiting on. And once Man. they do that, I'm convinced. But until that happens, I don't know what the Even if they roll in the hood, I'm still not convinced. Yeah. Nah. A lot of them roll in the hood in the past. And then leave. And then do nothing. Yeah. yeah I, I, I never seen yeah. one roll up in the hood. Yeah. Never. Yeah. I probably seen one president probably come down Elvis Presley Boulevard, but. I mean, Al Gore it. came to my elementary school at one time. Who did? Al Gore. Did he just die? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> who, did, who did die? He's alive and well. Oh, that's John McCain. Yeah, John McCain's dead. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck is Al Gore? Vice President Clinton. Presidential oh, nominee okay, in okay, 2000. Okay. He ran Bush. against George Bush, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember he him. Did. I remember yeah. him. He's the one who won the popular vote but lost the Electoral College, yeah. just like Hillary and uh, Trump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know how that goes. Electoral yeah. College. But yeah. Oh, before we get into our topics, we got interesting topics today. I think they're pretty interesting. But I want to talk about, what the fuck is his name? Khalib. 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 Let's just call him Khalib. Khalib. Who? Khalib. The nigga that beat motherfucking McGregor. Oh, yeah. I missed, I missed <laughs> the fight I was watching. <laughs> hey, but the I just bear gotta, wrestler. All right. I just got to say this, though. <clears throat> I like Drake. He's a great artist. Yeah. He's a great actor. But Great actor? What was he in? Oh, he, he played in Degrassi. He does, like, little skits on Saturday Night Live sometimes. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, funny. He, he's yeah. a pretty good actor. Yeah. But if that motherfucker is picking sides on whatever team, sports, don't pick the team that he's rooting for. Yeah, well, for. he's a Raptors fan. <laughs> and they've been trashed yeah, for years. Yeah. yeah. And he also rooted for Kentucky Wildcats that year. They had, like, the Twins, Julius Randle, and they still lost and shit like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he was on McGregor's side this past weekend, and they he lost. Yeah. But, yeah, I fuck with the Khalil, whatever, whatever his name is. I mess with that dude because he was like, you know, McGregor talked about my family, yeah. my religion, and yeah. stuff like that. Not only did he whoop McGregor ass, he whooped everybody ass in there. <laughs> I'm not done yet. I'm hopping over the fence. Hey, I know I whooped the boy ass, but all y'all got to get it today. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, so that was cool. But uh, let's get into the topics. Uh, I want to talk about uh, why would prayer be moved from school and can atheism be a so-called religion, or mm-hmm. looked at as a religion. And the reason why I ask is because of, uh, she is called the most hated woman in America, Madeline Mary O'Hare. Who, coincidentally, I didn't know about until you sent me that video. And You'd think I would. I, I did. I really, I, when I sent you the video, I was like, uh, he probably, I, it was really kind of a torn. It was yeah. like, yeah. I know you don't know. But I didn't. And you know why? It's because, me being an atheist is very personal. It's not a movement for me. Right. It's not like a. It's it's not my calling card for lack of yeah, a better it's your word. Thing. It's, it's just it's, it's just your where lane. I, it's where I landed. Yeah. Without any. It's your volition. Line. It's mm-hmm. just when I looked at the evidence or lack thereof. This is where I ended up. I'm not. I'm not an atheist by. Uh, Coat. It's not a moniker for me. Right. It's not like a club. Right. Like I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't follow atheists because they happen to. Not have the same beliefs as me. It's, yeah. it's, it's not a thing. So I'd, I'd actually never heard of her. Yeah, well, so she's a pretty interesting person. She's a, uh, from what I saw, it's a rancid, horrible, I'm miserable a, person. I'm afraid to speak against her because of what happened to her. Well, she got killed. Yeah, she got kidnapped. Yeah, and yeah. then killed. And then killed. Yeah, so uh, 
She made a run in 1963 against the Baltimore school system to pull prayer out of public schools. Uh, this movement went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and she actually won her case about removing prayer out of school. Which is correct. Which is correct. We'll Why do you think it's correct? Well, because there has to be a separation of church and state. You cannot, you cannot litigate certain religious beliefs on the masses. Mm-hmm. You have to be free to believe or not believe whatever you want. And anything that is government-sanctioned, such as a public school, needs to be separate from individual beliefs. So if you have prayer in public schools, who are you praying to? Are you praying to the Christian God? Are you praying to the Muslim God? Are you praying to the Buddhist God? Hmm. You don't pray to all of them. In America, you typically pray to the Christian, to the Christian God. God. Well, that excludes an enormous amount of folks. Yeah. yeah. And people who are religious should want separation of church and state. They should be the people who are the most adamant about it. Yeah. Because, and I you use know this what? term they loosely, don't... God forbid somebody else's religion gets pushed down your throat. Right. What if a Christian's forced to pray to Allah? They yeah. wouldn't want that. You know what? They don't let Muslims pray five times a day in school anyways. No. Because, so. Well, they, there should be no prayer in schools. Madeline Murray yeah. O'Hara was an absolute wretched person. She seems like one of the most unlikable people in history. But as far as her... Standing up for the separation of church and state, that was correct. Yeah. And religious people should be right on board with that. Because you don't want other people's religions forced down your throat, so you, right. you get it. Yeah. Why, it's, we don't want your religion forced down our throat, and vice versa. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so she, she, she continued her uh, big atheist movement by requesting and protesting that the American astronauts not read scripture during space launches. I didn't even know... Astronauts did that yeah, shit. Who knew? Uh, <laughs> and uh, she also requested that the sand and God we trust be taken off the American dollar. Even mm-hmm. more, she wanted to have uh, under uh, under God removed from the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm-hmm. I so, agree with all that, actually. I do, too. To a certain extent, it's like, okay, well, you know what? I agree. But at the same time, it's like... You know, this is what America was built on, even though I don't agree with what but, America but was built on. Though. The founding fathers, with all their uh, misgivings, mm-hmm. they were very clear about the, the founding were, fathers. I they were, were clear about their white Jesus. They were emphatic about the separation of church and state. And the reason is because we had just liberated ourselves from England, from, and yeah. that was one of the mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. Um, this country was not built on Christianity. No, the most Constitution. Of them weren't Christian at all. No. That, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, they didn't believe in organized religion like that. Yeah. They believed in a strict separation of church yeah. and state. All of them. That's why the, uh, the first slave ship was uh, good. Good ship, ship Jesus, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the separation of church <laughs> and state was largely why America exists. It's because yeah. we wanted to break away from the Church of England mm-hmm. and England in general. But the other reason it exists is because of slavery. We wanted to continue to own people, and England was more progressive. Yeah. And so we came here to be able to own people. And then, of course, we fought a civil war to continue to try to own people. And mm-hmm. I mean, America is not a Christian nation. Mm. By, by sheer fact of demographics, it is the prominent religion, mm-hmm. certainly. But that doesn't mean that, Christ, that, that America was ever intended to be a Christian nation. It was intended to be a nation 
separate from any religious belief with the freedom to believe in whatever you want. Mm. That was what the founding fathers... How do we get to the point that Christian became like such a... I mean, uh, uh, America became such a, a Christian nation. Well, it's just... I mean, it, it, it just is. It's it's the Middle East. Pick yeah. any Middle Eastern country. The yeah. predominant religion is Islam. I feel you. Who, I don't know exactly the historicity yeah. of how we became a Christian nation predominantly by number by sheer numbers, but the founding fathers never intended for the the lines to be blurred. It yeah. was always supposed to be a separation. Yeah. And well, the story came from African people in a way. So yeah. What yeah. story? The whole Christian story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's our story to begin with, anyways. It just you know got watered down by white people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do you think atheism can be looked at as a religion though? Because the way she moved, it was just like she she wanted to to form like an organized. Well, she did form an organization, yeah. but well, religion's not the, not a religion, the, but like a belief. You know what I'm saying? Well, like a belief against prayer, a belief against the God. Religion, religion is faith based. Mm-hmm. Every religion is faith based. It doesn't matter which one you're talking about. There is an a, an enormous element of faith. In fact, if any religious belief were substantiated by evidence, then they'd cease to be religious because faith is implicit to religion. That is what is unique about religion and other forms of thinking. Is it is a hundred percent faith based. You have to take a whole bunch of things on faith. Yeah, atheism is literally the lack of faith. Atheism is saying, I don't believe anything that can't be proven or have a substantial amount of evidence shown. So people like to say that all the time. Like Christians like to say, well, atheists are religious. Atheism is their religion. Well, no, it's not because it's not, it's, it's actually the exact opposite. Yeah. Atheists are atheists because of a lack of evidence. If there was evidence for one particular religion over another, atheists would jump on board i would certainly if there was evidence for a particular religion i'd be done yeah i would i you would said it before yeah I'd, I'd i'd agree with it immediately because yeah. there's evidence because my issue is faith mm-hmm. i don't believe anything by faith i don't i don't do anything by faith faith is <laughs> like nobody <coughs> in outside of religion nobody does anything by faith if you were to cross the street, okay, so you come up, you, you, you go to look, cross the street, you don't close your eyes and you look trust by ways. faith that people are right. going to stop for you. You look both ways and make right. sure there's no cars coming. You don't invest your money by faith. You don't just blindly throw your money in some pot and hope that the people in control of that pot handle it appropriately. Well, I know some people that have done it, though. Yeah, a but, lot of people do that one. <laughs> but there's a little bit, but there's research that goes into it. And there's, uh, well, stock market has got to, yeah. <laughs> but... Religion is strictly faith-based. Yeah. yeah. If there were evidence for any particular religion, the debate would end. Gotcha. The, the debate would be over immediately because you'd be able to provide evidence. There, There isn't that. That's why religion is faith-based. Yeah. Um, atheism is the belief in evidence. Anything that has evidentiary support, we're going to back. Anything that doesn't, we're not. So it isn't, I don't think it is, It's. it can't be a religion. Mm-hmm. Because faith is the cornerstone of every religion, and atheism is the rejection of faith in lieu of evidence. So what do you think about the people who are atheists who just try so hard to, like, rip people from religion? Or, like, you know, rip, like, the Bible into pieces, rip the Quran into pieces, like, debating 
all the time. If it's if it's in a public forum, if it's in an attempt to make the masses conform to your belief, then yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. Nobody should force their beliefs down anybody's throat. You should be free to believe whatever you want. The reason government needs to be separate from religion is because that's the only way it's inclusive. Mm-hmm. The only way for government to be inclusive and to include everybody is for it not to have a faith-based aspect to it. Yeah. We need to, we need to figure out because, you know, we've talked about on this show multiple times. Most people want the same unless you're a sociopath, unless you're a really flawed individual. Most people want the same shit. We we just want to live, we want our freedoms. We want to provide for our families. Money we want happiness. and we... we want all those. Everybody wants that. It doesn't matter what religion you are. Everybody wants those same things. Yeah. So. I just want a bunch of money and we. <laughs> <laughs> so for, the government has to legislate based on the masses. Yeah. You can't legislate based on a particular group's ideology when it comes to faith-based issues. Anything that's faith-based is fine. On an individual level. Yeah. If that's what you believe, have at it. Yeah. But don't force me to believe what you believe, especially when there's no evidence for it. Mm-hmm. I got you. You know? Yeah. Huh? Nah, that's and, and religious people really should be the people who are the most vocal about the separation of church and state. Because you don't want some other religion encroaching on mm-hmm. your freedom to believe what you want. Well, don't encroach on others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it could have it could have fake children. In all type of ways. Well, yeah, you know? just just ask yourself. Like <laughs> we were talking before you got here, if suddenly Islam became the predominant religion in America, could you imagine all these white privileged white women forced to wear a veil? They'd be they'd lose their shit. Oh yeah, they'd absolutely lose their shit, and rightly so. Of course, the, I'm not. They they should lose their shit. Yeah, that's what it. That that's why you don't legislate based on religion do you agree with women nowadays doing the whole me too movement oh yeah Cause like, like they 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 rebellion mm-hmm. right now i think like a lot of muslim women should rebel like in the predicament they in like they got to cover themselves up all that type of stuff mm-hmm. i think they should i think they would agree with the me too movement if they could yeah i don't yeah. think they can though yeah i i think the a society that teaches women that they should not be seen. Yeah. That's a little problematic. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about the Republican Party? As far as what? I mean, they're obviously pro-Christian. We're the mm-hmm. uh, moral right of the nation. How do you feel about that? Well, they've that? kind of shit the bed on that recently. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everything that they've done and all the people they've supported is the antithesis of morality and I ethics say, this, and decency. This is like the total opposite. Yeah. Of, right. I mean, America's supposed to be like, you know, the whole American dream, the Republicans in the House right now is like totally opposite of what yeah. America's supposed the fact to that evangelicals, stand on. The fact that evangelicals in mass support Trump is... It is an absolute yeah, mindfuck. It's, it's kind of hilarious. Because it just show you how stupid some of us are, man. so immoral. He's so anti-everything they stand for. But because he says the right things, and this is why he's where he's at, is because he satisfies something in people. Um, he says the right things, and he does the right things. It's all selfish. Right. Everything Trump does is ego-driven. Narcissistic. Yes, yeah. it's narcissistic. It's too... Uh, Inflate his ego and his bank account. Yeah. 
But he's smart enough to know how to do that. And the facts are Trump paid off a porn star hundreds of thousands of dollars because he cheated with a porn star. Yeah. What religious right Christian wouldn't have an issue with that? Well, apparently all of them. Oh, because my they all still support the guy. If Bill Clinton had done that, I mean, Bill Clinton got... He, he got hit in the Oval Office. Yeah. Like, yeah. He didn't pay anybody off. No. Supposedly it was consensual. Uh, I mean, there's, you know, who knows how consensual something can be when you have the most powerful person in the world asking an intern to blow him. <laughs> right. I mean, that's a little bit of an abuse of power, potentially. And I'm not sure that was 100% consensual. Right. But it certainly wasn't. didn't rise to the level of Trump. Trump yeah. is banging porn stars, cheating on his wife, and paying them off for silence. The thing that like, got me, he's going unprotected banging porn stars. Like, yo, you're taking was, all the unprotected? risk. Unprotected? It's crazy. Unprotected. Damn. I ain't yeah. know that. Raw dogging. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Melina Trump, whatever the fuck her name is, she probably got some. Well. That's probably why all this shit coming out. Probably a disease going around, bro. I, I, man. I'm telling you. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that I don't think it would have came out if, the, if a disease wasn't involved. <laughs> That's very possible, yeah, man. Yeah, that might bro. that might be the only thing they keep under wraps, actually. Yeah. Uh, nah, cause hey, HIPAA, Trump. HIPAA, you can't talk about. Can't that. say nothing about it. Yeah. <laughs> man, so much other shit we ain't got. To, we can't talk about, but niggas talking about it. <laughs> That's true. But. <sighs> yeah. So oh, so since we're on the on the, on the point of Trump, what do you mm-hmm. think about Trump texting all of us? Yeah, that's that's bizarre. Yeah. Well, the, the scary thing about that, and I try to, I try to not get wrapped up in conspiracy theories. I got wrapped up in a conspiracy theory big time back in the the uh, mid two thousands. The whole nine eleven truther movement. I'll be the first to admit I got wrapped up in that. What'd you believe about nine eleven? Oh, I thought it was an inside job. You don't think so? You don't still? think so? I, I don't, still? No. I what? Don't. No Why conspiracy theories. Why not? Because they Come on, just, you gotta explain yourself. Blue. Because they just don't make sense. It makes total they make, sense. They make sense if you don't look at it deeply. For nine eleven. Wait, 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 wait. So, wait, so wait, listen, wait, wait. okay. He here's, said, here's, he said, it makes sense if you don't go deeper than surface level. Okay. So, conspiracy theories exist because okay. they do, at a glance, make sense. Okay. Okay. At a, at a quick glance, it makes sense. Yeah. To believe that 9-11 was an inside job is to believe... So, here's why it doesn't make sense. And it's what we just talked about. Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the White House, and he couldn't keep that under wraps. Just to yeah. say, the, the only two people in the room was Monica Lewinsky and Bill Clinton. There's only two people in the room when that happened. Yeah. There's no video evidence. There's no audio evidence. There's, physical evidence. There's no, well, there is physical evidence because yeah. of the blue dress. That was a blowjob. Okay. And they couldn't hide that. Yeah. They couldn't hide it. And it led to Clinton's impeachment. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much effort and work and time it would take to genuinely hide the fact that 9-11 was an inside job? You would need all of the Muslim world to jump on board. You would need all of Al-Qaeda to say the right things. You, The amount of effort and time and and coordination it would take to really genuinely pull off an inside job at that level is unbelievable i feel like they did do it though no i think they did because you know they said that osama bin laden family was actually here in america and once that happened well they were because they're but well but that so but that doesn't 
And the, Osama bin Laden was uh, George Bush dad's well, first hand man. But Osama bin Laden was the black sheep. Yeah. The family was in the country. Yeah. And that's what was I'm in with. with and, but they flew him uh, apparently after all the flights. When it happened, all no, flights were supposed to stop. Yeah. But they, they supposedly flew, flew them over. Two flights left. <laughs> they were one of them. <laughs> they were one of them. Come on, man. Like, no, I know. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I believed it for years. It's just the. The. Uh, the. It's just too. There's just too much work. If you can't hide a stained blue dress because Bill Clinton got a blowjob in the Oval Office, you can't hide nine eleven as an inside job. But I think that's just show you how how petty it's, America it, well, is, though. We'll we'll crucify somebody getting a blowjob, you know, in the Oval House, but all the dirty stuff that has been going on in America, we try yeah. to cover it up, yeah. like always. Yeah. So I, that's why I believe it. That's just me, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I just and there's some other stuff too. Years, like I've me. seen experts talk about how the building fell. Yeah, yeah. Like they said Jeff, bombs went off. Jet well, fuel, have you seen, plane, have jet you fuel seen is change? not hot enough to have, melt steel. Beans. Have you seen Loose Change? Loose Change. That's loose change. a good documentary. That's what got me. Loose Change okay. is that? Yeah. Is that that's loose on change, YouTube or what? Loose Change is a documentary done by a New York University film student. Okay, and it's basically, as far as I can tell, and this might not be 100 percent accurate, but. At least from my experience, Loose Change was the documentary that started the conspiracy. Because it's really well done. Like, it's an extremely well done documentary done by a New York University film student. Um, And it's, in my experience at least, like I said, is what started me down this road of conspiracy theory. Yeah. As 9-11 being in the job. So you're not a conspiracy theorist no more? No. No. It's, I get it, and I get, I understand the traps but yeah. on on a large scale, big picture, yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't make sense. You can't support it. Yeah. Oh, because you were talking you before we even started recording. You even said that your granddad was. Uh, yeah, yeah. My who, grandfather was, was a government scientist. Yeah, and so he, so he, one he, so one conspiracy theory is that the moon landing yeah, never happened. Right. Well, my my own grandfather was a geologist for the USGA United States Geological Association damn well ain't nobody land on the moon and he actually worked on the moon landing in 1969 <laughs> he helped do the topography of the of the moon to figure out where to land yeah. he worked on it Him, yeah. my own grandfather worked yeah. on that he spent that's he spent his whole life well not that's his cool whole life bro. but he spent a, he spent a portion of his life mm-hmm. working on that so and, and cool. I obviously had discussions with my grandfather prior to his passing about this. I mean, it's legit. Like, he worked on it. He spent a large portion of his life working on this. Hey, so what was the whole point of them landing on the moon, though? Just to prove, well, like, the a, other countries? It was a... It was a... That <laughs> they were more advanced? Something like that? It was a dick and veep. Yeah, that's what we're saying. It, it, it was, was a, a race between countries. It right, was, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. got we the were more penis advanced, yeah, something like world. that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, we're all just petty humans. I was going to say, we all stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> we don't know shit. It was a race to do it first. <laughs> right. I and if you did it first, then you won. I got you. So yeah. is Trump the first president to text every fucking bad? I don't know. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I would, Why is he I would imagine us? so. But what's scary about that, so the, back to what we were talking about with the yeah. conspiracy theory, when those messages went out, supposedly... That gave the government access to your phone, yep, and to your camera and to your speaker, yep. I I don't know. I'm not. I tur- I've been turning Siri off. I told y'all that though. Yo, like a week or two ago. That's been creeping me out. Like Siri every morning, Alexa, I wake up and I hit my creepy. phone. Like certain apps automatically open now. 
What? Yeah. It's nah, a good morning, Antoine. And like, if I'm in a certain place, like when I go ride, I ride bikes like yeah. super early in the morning. Yeah. Like the app that I use to track my stuff, it automatically opens now. It knows you. Yeah. It says, good morning, Antoine. Yeah, see, you ready to block. ride? Yeah. Let's go. See, like the whole, you know, we got so much technology now. You can speak into the, uh, your remotes now. You got Alexa, you got your phone, you got Isn't it so crazy? many things. So Alexa, dude, it's so creepy. No, Alexa, Alexa I don't fuck with Alexa. I don't fuck with Siri. I've been turned Siri off. The reason why I'm afraid of my phone is because I, t- I told you, I think last week or the week before, is like the moment I'm leaving work, it's like you got 35 minutes to get home. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck you even know I'm going home? <laughs> I probably got a dinner date or something, goddamn. Yeah. How you know? Yeah. You think about Alexa, though. You've got this little electronic device in your home that is attached to the world wide web and it's an open speaker bruh recording everything that happens in your home that is Im- that is immediately attached to all of the internet and it's just supposed this you know says hum when you says alexa you know tell him when she cuts it's, off <laughs> you know oh, it's creepy it's, it's creepy. very very it is, creepy man. and that's why i was talking about uh elon musk like i know he's a boring guy but the stuff he talks about, uh, as far as artificial intelligence, and yeah, all that, the intelligence, yeah. Of, like some of that stuff is scary. Oh yeah, it it's is. like our robot type shit. And it's like he's like he's like, please do not hit robots and stuff like that. He's like, don't hit Alexa and shit like that. I'm like, why the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the whole discussion around AI and where it's going is an interesting. Yeah, they one. say it's pretty scary yeah. because I told you we're gonna be extinct, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I told you that. It's so funny to think of movies like The Terminator and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, and The Matrix. Yeah. All these crazy movies that just entertained us. Oh, yeah. but it turns out. It's foreshadowing. <laughs> conspiracy theories, like theorists, use those movies, though. Yeah. They use The Matrix like a motherfucker. That's why I'm a conspiracy theorist, bro. I think all that shit true. Yeah. yeah. Not all of it. I feel well, like certain I, certain things. Certain parts of it. Certain you know, things. You know, yeah. Honestly, here's where here's where I won't say can, all of it. Here's where I you mean, can differentiate though. There are actual scientists who can make compelling arguments for some sort of matrix type of reality. Yeah. There are there are legitimized scientific um not just scientific, but social scientific also. Yeah. Um, studies that say some sort of matrix could be the actual reality of existence. Conspiracy theories such as the moon landing never happened or 9-11 was an inside job, there's no legitimately uh, reputable people who back them. Yeah, Legitimate science doesn't actually back any of that. The whole whole building, the Twin Towers caving in, Right. There's legitimate science that says how that can happen. Supposedly, the people who do bag those people, they're dead. The, Supposedly, what now? Like they that bags people about nine eleven, the moon landing, like that, mm-hmm. you know, says inside job said that the moon landing didn't happen. Like those people who do bag those people, like mm-hmm. who worked for the government, or something like that, they're dead. That's supposedly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure. Well, it was a long time ago. The moon yeah. landing was 1969. Well, the freaking. 9-11 yeah, wasn't long that long ago. Yeah, but supposedly oh. they did, though. I just think with uh, the internet and how much information... Uh, the the information is up. available. There's so much information the available. fucked everything up. That's why I'm so confused. Besides sexuality, I'm I'm a straight guy. But everything else I'm confused about. As far I, as what? Shit, we don't know what's real, what's fake. As far as what, though? Everything. Like, far as... 
far as nine eleven, far as like all this shit. We don't know if our phone's real. We don't know. I don't know if this is my phone because the president can obviously text me yeah. at any point in moment or now. Like we don't know if we're living in the matrix now or not. What if we just plugged in right now? Mm-hmm. We don't know. Total recall. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that wasn't even a good movie. Oh, it wasn't. It was, no, it was kind of entertaining, bro, though, because it was so bad. Watched, uh, have y'all watched Westworld? I haven't. Bruh, Westworld is a good fucking show. It's about these... It's, it's a game. Mm-hmm. If you have enough money, you go and, you go, you go and play this game. The The robots, they're, they're conscious robots. But once they die, they wipe out their whole memory. But this one robot, a black lady... She, uh, they didn't, she didn't die all the way. I'm, I'm trying to, like, make sure I'm telling it right. She didn't die all the way. She, she still, she was conscious enough to remember, like, what was going on. Uh-huh. So, once the game had, like, ended for her, they took her back to the lab and stuff like that. But she had woke up. And she's seen, like, all her friends, like, all the other robots and stuff like that, like, like, dead in this lab and stuff like that. Because they... The game is centered around like little like Western type things, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So when she's seen it, then then they try to wipe out her whole memory. But once again, she's conscious. It's, it's a conscious robot. When she went back into the game, she started remembering things like this. So then she just started like basically like killing herself to get back to the lab and stuff like that. So then when she got back to the lab, she started enhancing her memory. She started enhancing like all these type of things. Uh-huh. And basically like the whole robots like started taking over like the whole lab and stuff like that. I think that shit real. Hmm. <laughs> I, yeah, I, think so. I think that shit gonna happen. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Y'all gonna see me one day just paranoid as shit. And I'm like, man, the robots are coming. <laughs> Go ahead and tell four hat on. <laughs> man, the robots. We worried about uh, ISIS and shit. We need to put yeah. these damn robots. That's, that's actually yeah. true. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, man. So that's that's just my theory. Though, I, I got to find time to watch more TV. No, you don't. Yeah. You ain't missing these, shit. These are good shows, I'm sure. Oh yeah, Westworld is great, yeah. uh, you, bro. Westworld. Last week is... we talked about Black Mirror. I'd like to see that. You need to watch Black Mirror. Yeah, Black you got to watch Rick and Morty too. Rick yeah. and Morty, it's a lot of yeah. shit. See, well, you don't smoke weed like I do. Yeah. So I don't smoke weed, and I still get it. Yeah. See, I let me stop saying how much weed I smoke. Because <laughs> I can smoke weed and sit on my couch on a Saturday day and like have the best time of my life just binge watching shows and shit like that. People be calling me and shit. I'm like, bro, I don't want to talk to you right now. I'm watching the fuck out of Rick and Morty right now. <laughs> but no, I love Rick and Morty. I love Black Mirror. Westworld is a good one. Oh, Maniac. It's on Maniac, Netflix too. That's, that's a new one. That's what, uh, what's his name? Um, I don't know his name. He was in, uh, what's the one? Wolf on Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. he was on Wolf on Wall Street. Damn. What's his name? That's a good one. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Yeah. You don't know what's real and what's faking. Like, shit like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. that show, it makes like, like, damn, what's, what's real, what's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. You know, some scientists have came out and said that they know that there's an afterlife. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Actually, I heard something about that recently. Did you? Okay. Um, I haven't heard any scientists that have come out and said they know there's an afterlife. You haven't? No. So what did you hear that just well, came out recently? So just just last night, actually, I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. And 
some of the chemicals that are present in LSD and different psychedelics are produced naturally in most living things, mm-hmm. including us. And there's research that suggests near-death experiences. So people who have near-death experiences who either come close to death or actually do mm-hmm. cease to live for a period of time and then come back. Yeah, can they say once there's you a, die, you're, like your brain got like seven minutes still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your like brain's the last to go, yeah. it's, I think. Well, there's research that says these near-death experiences are likely the result of this chemical that is produced naturally that is a psychedelic and is found in most psychedelics. And that is what a near-death experience is, is your body just dumping this chemical because it's it's stress-related and it's anxiety-related. And obviously, there's nothing more stressful or anxious-inducing than dying. And as a result, your brain and your body produces a lot of this chemical, which gives you the near-death experience. And if you happen not to die, well, then you come back and you have a memory of this. But it's it's just chemical-induced. Um, Did they say what happened when you die? <laughs> well, no, nobody's – no, there's no – there's literally – that's the one thing. Know. There's certain things we'll never know. I, I don't say – I just think that, man, for right now – until somebody proved me wrong, I think that John just say roll credits, and it's like everybody who was in your life, like the credits, like your mother, Karen Perry, your your there's, dad. Yeah, there's two things I don't think I don't think science will ever answer. Yeah, and I could be wrong, clearly, but I don't think we're ever going to know what preceded the Big Bang. I don't think we're ever going to be able to answer that ever. Yeah, yeah, and I, I also that. don't think that we'll ever be able to answer what happens when you die. Yeah. Those are two things that I think are You know what I find interesting is that I, that I learned from another atheist. I don't know if it was Stephen Hawkins or uh, Chris, uh, what's his name? Is, his, is it Chris Hutchinson or something like that? Oh, Christopher Christopher Hitchens? Hitchens, yeah. yeah. Uh, when he said that humans are the only ones that think about death. Oh, for sure. Yeah, We're the only like, ones who think about a bunch like, of shit. Yeah, like mammals, like far as mammals goes, we're the only ones thinking about death. Like yeah. animals don't think about death. No. Like, they don't even think, Anim- about, to- they they don't don't even think about tomorrow. Okay? <laughs> animals... <laughs> We're we're hardwired. All living things are hardwired not to die. Yeah, but we're the only species that understands why. Yeah, we're the only ones who understand what death actually is. Um, like take any animal other than humans, like dogs. If a if a dog crosses the road and sees a car barreling down on it, they're going to try to get out of the way. Yeah, and that's instinctual. And the point of that is to not die, but they don't know that. Right. They just know to react. Gotcha. And they're like, fuck, this, I don't want to get hit by that. Get, get me out of the way. Yeah. They're not able to go a step further and be like, well, the reason I felt that, the reason that was instinctual is because I don't want to die. Damn, I didn't know that. Hmm. The humans yeah. are able to take a step back and be like, okay, that was instinctual. I acted without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But the reason is because, fuck, death is scary. Yeah. And we're the only species that worries about death. Mm-hmm. We're the only species that worries about a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. I mean... It's true. There's a hurricane about to hit the panhandle of Florida, and us humans are horrified. Yeah. The animals aren't. They're just... They're going to figure it out. They don't even know what's coming. And when it hits, they're going to do what they do. Maybe a portion of them will die, but probably not, because animals are actually a lot more adapted to... But the good thing about that hurricane is... Let's look on the bright side. We getting some cold weather coming up yeah, here in Nashville. Nice <laughs> I mean, I'm just you always got to look at the bright side of things. But I am yeah. praying for my people down in Florida because I got a lot of family down there. Yeah, in but all humans are worried about the hurricane. Animals just ride it out. Yeah, they don't prepare. Well, you know, they do you, don't. Well, do you believe it? that um, 
because when the tsunami had hit like a long time ago, back sometimes on, they 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 know they, that it's coming. Yeah, they said they know yeah. it was coming. But it's in a it's in a. Different. I don't know how true that is though. I no, know. I think it's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, they can like animals have a sixth sense that they can predict things like yeah, or, like earthquakes. birds know the when seasons are changing they leave yeah. wherever they are and you know. But it's not. I don't think it's a anxiety like it is for us. Hmm. Hmm. They just they just react. Yeah. And then they they know, you didn't know they know robots are coming. No, I think they know. That I they think know. other animals just react instinctually, <laughs> and they don't think past that. They just allow their instincts to be their instincts, and they go with it. Yeah, we're the only animals evolved enough to stress about it and overthink it and worry about it and ha- have anxiety about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think you think so. Mm-hmm. So, as an atheist, do you believe in after afterlife at all? No, I think. Uh, so, here's what I think: you reincarnate. And the only reason I think this is because all I can draw on is my own experience. Okay. So, you know, white Americans, well, most of the world thinks of time as linear. Right. Okay. Now, Native Americans don't. Coincidentally, they think of time as circular, but circular. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, or cyclical. Okay. But. Aside from them, most people think of time as linear. So I was born in 1976. There was a whole shit ton of history that happened before 1976, and I am privy to none of it. I know that it happened because I can read a history book. I can watch videos from back then. I, it happened. It certainly happened mm. because there's people older than me that can tell me it happened. But I'm privy to none of it. I have no memory of it. I was not here. So my experience, so if you think about death as not existing, so that's essentially what death is. You cease to exist. Right. Well, I have experience in not existing because all of human history up to 1976, I didn't exist. Mm-hmm. You know what my experience of that is? Is nothing. <laughs> it's just nothing. It's just, it's nothing. It's blackness. It's nothing. Although things were happening just because my consciousness hadn't awoken. Others had, and things were happening prior to 1976. I just wasn't privy to it because I didn't wake up till 1976. So that is my experience of not existing. Let's say that I die in the year 20... Let's see. What year is this? 20... Let's say I die in the year 2050. So I will have lived from 1976 to 2050. There is a whole bunch of shit that happened prior to 1976, and there's a whole bunch of shit that's going to happen after 2050. The fact that I happen to exist in the middle of it does not change the reality of existence. Mm. Mm. Prior to 1976, I didn't exist, Mm. and I had no recollection or understanding of anything. And after 2050, I again, just like it was prior to 1976, will not exist. Why is one end of the spectrum different than the other end of the spectrum? Simply because for a period of time, I happen to be here. I don't Mm. think that one end of the spectrum is different than the other end. I don't think my existence has any bearing on anything. I just happened to exist. I happened to have a moment of awakening. And post-2050 is going to be exactly like pre-1976. Now, do I know that definitively? Fuck no. Because I haven't died yet. But I do know... That I was born in 1976 and a bunch of shit happened before I was born and I have no memory or recollection or anything of any of it. And in fact, even though I was born in 1976, I actually don't have any memories that I can recall up until about 1979 because most people don't. I mean, first couple years of your life, you don't remember shit. So really, I can even shrink that a little bit. 
even though I was born in 76, I really don't have memories until 1979. Let's say I get dementia in 2040. Mm. Well, that shrinks it even more. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to have a whole decade where I, again, don't mm-hmm. remember shit. So that makes it even a small... And in, mm. the, in the grand scheme of living creatures, 1970, let's say 1979 to 2040 is an incredibly... I should ask him this question. That's now, a blink of an eye. I may become 80s. I was just on this Christian roll. And you, yeah. wait, wait a minute. <laughs> so, yeah. so, wait a minute. <laughs> so in my understanding of things, in my linear view of time, and my recollections as an individual... Mm-hmm. I don't see any reason to believe that my reality post-death will be any different than it was pre-birth. Pre-birth. I feel that. I have no reason to believe it's going to be any different. I I could be completely wrong. I don't know. I haven't died yet. Yeah. So who knows? Mm -hmm. But if you look at it logically and you look at it in those ways, like death death is not existing. We've all not existed, all of us. Yeah. And what was our re- uh, what was our experience in not existing? I trust it was mostly all the same if we're being honest. None of us remember. Yeah. I mean, you know, we sit in here and we talk about all the these civil rights things and Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and none of us were alive for any of that. Yeah. <laughs> any of it. Yeah. But yet we're we're aware of it. Yeah. But and only it because right we were told. Too. Only because yeah. we read and we were told yeah. and people who we know actually were there for it. Yeah. But we weren't. Right. Right, right. And all that shit happened, and the three of us in this room didn't have a fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's true. So I just don't see any reason to think that the fact that I happen to exist for a couple, seven decades or whatever, changes the reality on either side of that spectrum. Do you reality is what it is. Real- my reality prior to 1976 is going to be my reality what it, past whatever year I die. Yeah. I don't yeah. see any reason to believe that the fact I happen to exist in the middle changes anything. Do you ever worry about death? No, fuck no. Really? Couldn't give a shit. And here's why. is because when I die, I'm going to be the only one who doesn't know it. Let's say that I go to work this weekend and get killed in the line of duty. I hope not. I'm going to be the only one who doesn't know it. Yeah. You guys will know it. And you guys are going to have a show and you're going to be like, fuck, man. He's a good dude. Or whatever is said. Okay, don't don't tell me that because I suffer with depression. And so. <laughs> but guess who's not? Guess who's? And, and my Show family's got dark. <laughs> Everybody who I know is going to suffer in that moment, except for me. I'll be yeah. the only one who doesn't suffer because yeah. I'm going to be the only one not aware of it. Yeah. That's what I think, and right. I think that based yeah. on what I just explained. Now yeah, I sure. could be wrong. I totally yeah. could be wrong. I don't know. Nobody knows. That's one of that's in my estimation one of the most unanswerable questions. I think the two most unanswerable questions are what preceded the Big Bang. I don't think we'll ever know that, and I don't think we'll ever definitively know what happens after you die. Yeah. Based on what I just explained, I my guess is nothing happens after you die. It's going to be just like it was before you were born. But I don't know. Right. Um, But no, I don't fear death because I'll be the one person who isn't aware it happened. Mm -hmm. The lights will be out and I'll be gone and I'll never know it. And it's going to be just like it was in 1974 before I was ever born. Nothing. Um, I don't fear death at all. Not one bit. Mm -hmm. That's actually a beautiful place, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, it's not that beautiful because like I said, I suffer from depression. I I have a lot of suicidal thoughts and I feel like sometimes if I just go ahead and cut the lights out, who all going to know? I mean, the well, people yeah, outside here's, well, here's, don't know, but here's I ain't gonna miss you. You won't care, right? I yeah. won't care, but that's kind of selfish of me. But, but that's but, selfish of me. But 
you're a loving, decent human being. Yeah. And there's people. I know some fucked up shit. That doesn't change that you're a loving You got Jeffrey thing. Dahmer out here. Come oh, no, on, no, man. hell no. I Come on, bro. <laughs> you know that people that matter to you are going to yeah. care a whole bunch if you're not here. Right. I know, that's, but but the way you put that, it's like, damn, he right. Shit, I'm, I'm the only one that ain't going to know. Yeah. So if I just cut the lights out now, shit, yeah. get this shit over with. But, but that's the thing is, though, like I asked you that question. For this specific reason, do you believe in transference of energy? Yes, I do believe in that. So yeah. even if you don't know, the ramifications of what you did while you were cognizant still live on. Yes. So even if it's not you well, and your and physical energy, self. It might enter, there is an energy that animates yeah. my meat. So that sounds funny to say, but we're, we're just... <laughs> <Pause. we're, laughs> so I'm alive right now. Right. <laughs> and, there, and I am organic, yeah. just as everything is. And there is an energy that's animating me right now. There's a reason why my heart's beating and I'm breathing and we're in here discussing and I'm conceiving of things and my hearing and my eyes and my touch and everything's working. There's an energy behind that. Right. And when I, when this meat suit that I'm wearing ceases to live, the energy that animated me doesn't dissipate. It doesn't, it goes, it transfers. Transfers. Yeah. I don't, dude, I agree with that. And I think that's true. Yeah. What that means and what that looks like, I don't have a fucking clue. <laughs> Man, I, I feel the exact same yeah, way. Like, like, yeah. It doesn't, uh, can't it doesn't be created. Die, it just trans- it, it, it just, can't be created, no destroyed. Yeah, it just transfers. It just transfers. Yeah. I, I wonder about that all the time. Yeah, too. like, so maybe life is just being cognizant, but we never really die. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. I mean. Oh, you know, that's what uh, NRD uh, for real, yeah. man. No one ever really dies. Mm-hmm. So I, I I believe in that. that I mean, that yeah. keeps me spiritual. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's why I'm like, death is a beautiful thing. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think I don't know it. nothing about it. Yeah. But like, I'm not really gone. Like, right. I think your energy. Does well, you certainly. Well, there's the energy. I do aspect. believe in some in somewhat of reincarnation. That's just me though. Yeah, no. Yeah, My I dog is you. pretty smart, I I, and it's yeah, some shit that he you. do. I'm like. That motherfucker been here before. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Like old souls. We say it all the yeah, time in the black community. That's an old soul. I get called an old soul a lot of time. Yeah, I'm you like, are. You are, you are here. I'm like, yeah. God, maybe it's my folks before me. I don't know. But, you know, in the Christian community, we don't think in reincarnation well, terms. I, those are great questions, man. And there's yeah. so much interesting shit related to this conversation. Yeah. And something that I just, because uh, I listened, I mentioned I listened to Joe Rogan's most recent podcast. I want to try psychedelics like a motherfucker. I do too. A little I've DMT, a little ayahuasca, a, like a bunch of good, like yeah, you can get a good space. There's yeah. a lot yeah. to say about those. No, I've never done them. I so want to try them too. Yeah, I am dying and, under controlled circumstances yeah. in a oh, good yeah, environment. Oh yeah, I say you got to be controlled. I am dying to do it. DMT, man. And yeah, all yeah. Dude, MDMA, DMT, all DMT, that shit. Bro. Now, I'm bro. not going to do it till I'm out of my career because it's a bad career move. Yeah. But no, I got to do it when I'm Yeah. I'm I'm The people who do that it, it there's man, there's there is something to it. Yeah. They and come back different, don't they? They do. Yeah. And there's a reality out there that we cannot see. Yeah. I think J Cole took some type of like psychedelic yeah he took a trip man I, I think he had to for him to like be the person who he is like right now with all the money and yeah. fame and shit like that just who he is I definitely think he did it yeah he had to yeah. like to grow the dreads out yeah no chain 
Shit, we don't know what type of car he drive. We don't well, know what his wife look like. We don't know shit. Yeah. I mean, if you we don't just know what look type at of it, house he got. Right. <laughs> if you just look at it from a clinical standpoint, they're they're discovering that MDMA and DMT and psilocybin, which is uh, mushrooms, mm-hmm. the research shows that those things cure shit that we can't cure. Yeah. Damn, it cures for PTSD, real? it cures PTSD. depression, it resets what? your brain. Uh, it recalibrates and resets your brain. What was the one I was looking at? It was recently, I think a guy suffered from like debilitating migraines or something yeah. like that. Like he'd be in the bed for days yeah. and he'll take a mushroom and go months and be fine. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. They're, I want to say it was migraines. It might have been something else, but like yeah. it was something right where now, he couldn't psilocybin, function at all. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Is that right? A psilocybin? Yeah. 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 That's a Schedule uh, One drug. They're trying to a Schedule One drug means it has no medicinal pers- per, uh, Sorry, a Schedule One drug means it has no medicinal qualities. Yeah. Well, they're starting to find out that psilocybin absolutely has medicinal qualities, and it's absolutely good for a whole bunch of different things. And so they're trying to reclassify it, and hopefully they do. Um, but man, I'm dying to try that stuff. Yeah. Like there is something to that's and I don't know. I, I can't speak to it cause I've never done it, yeah. but I know people yeah. who have, and it, it's, it is interesting. Yeah. I'm scared, man. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, Ayahuasca, if something comes out the wall shit. on me, I don't know if I can handle it, man. Like, well, yeah. you, there are bad trips. Too. Yeah. It's man. not what I'm everybody. saying. I ain't ready. If, yeah. if you're predisposed genetically to, uh, depression or schizophrenia or other mental health issues, you probably shouldn't do it. Right. There, there are risks. It's not like it's just all good and right. great. Yeah, and they, say, they, they say you got to be around like some good energy, yeah. some positive it can be people, very negative. good images and stuff like that. Like yeah. you in a dark place, they said do not yeah. take it. It can be so, extremely negative. Yeah, I ain't taking it right now. Yeah. Nor am I. I. I may be afraid of the robots and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I've, I've had, just at work, I've had a couple instances in the last couple of weeks where I've seen people react very poorly oh, to real? LSD. Yeah, real Man. poorly. Have a real bad times at it. Um, now, here's the thing, too, is, and we've said this on the show multiple times, like, we're all pro-weed. I think weed should absolutely be legal. I, I don't need it for me. But I pro think people weed, do need it. Pro yeah. weed. And if you're going to make alcohol legal, make weed legal because yeah. it's the lesser of the two evils. Yes. But okay. oh. that's not to say, though, that weed is just perfect. It's not. It's not. Like, you shouldn't do it prior to the age of 25. It does have effects on your brain. Yep. If you're if you're prone to certain disorders such as yeah. depression or yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. or uh, schizophrenia or different things, yeah. oh, it isn't good for you. Please don't take it. And there, there's research that shows people whose brains aren't developed, i.e. Yeah, kids, yeah. It's not great for them. Yeah. I mean, it's not perfect, right? Obviously, and you know what? You but got, it you, does under controlled, mature, just responsible say, usages. You got to know it's, what it can be very helpful. What strains you are taking? Because I, I love weed, so mm-hmm. I do look up my weed, mm-hmm. so I know what I'm getting from my seller or you know person I'm buying from. Mm-hmm. So the strain that I get, I make try. I try to make sure that that strain because when I smoke weed. I love to go for a jog. Mm-hmm. I love to go work out. I love to go play basketball. I love to just like dive into music, like really like dice, like really mm-hmm. dice into some music. Uh, just something like that gets me involved into something like yeah. that. Yeah. Now, if it's a certain strain that I'm not aware of, I can be paranoid. Yeah. Like times ten because I'm already paranoid. The anxiety is kicking my ass. Yeah. Like I, I can just like just be to myself. 
So I feel like you do have to be in a controlled substance, mm-hmm. even with weed, too. Yeah. You know, you got to be aware of what you're taking yeah. with it. And you do, and I totally agree with that. Think about anything. Think about movies or music or literature or anything that's truly artistic. How many people who are prominent artists who have, who have changed history with their art yeah. were sober? Majority or weren't. They were, how many of them were A, sober and be normal by every meaning of that word. None Michael of Jackson them. definitely wasn't. None normal. of them. Prince, like, no. No, fuck no. None of them. None <laughs> of them. Everybody who's artistic yeah. in a meaningful way, yeah. they're not normal people and they're not sober. We're not counting R. Kelly, though. Well, I don't think he's meaningful I, I, in a... Yeah, no, he's just Impactful a rapist. He's just way. a rapist. <laughs> well, and that's and that's not to say that just because you are incredibly artistic and impactful in that way, you're not also terribly flawed. Yeah, I mean, just, like, 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 who's a good example? Um, like Louis C.K. Oh, Turns yeah. out he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, he's also very funny. He is. Yeah, he is. The dude is pretty hilarious. So yeah, he's I, fucking hilarious. I hate he's he also did what a he fucking did, asshole. But yeah, he yeah, beat but both. Listen, I mean, you know what I'm saying? If you can make, I can believe. I can fly. And what's the song that he did for uh, the Muhammad Ali movie? I'm the greatest. I'm, oh, come yeah. on, bro. Man, I believe I can fly. Bro, I can believe I can fly, and I'm the greatest. Is come like, on, man. The, if you didn't sing them hoes at your graduation. Come on, man. Bro, you weren't man. doing shit. Them just was it. But, shit, he probably had sex with people that was at my graduation in first grade. <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of questionable yeah, he, partnerships he, yeah, in his he, life. Are you supposed to come out with a book? I supposedly, won't read it. I won't supposedly be explaining it. this shit. I might read it, but I, I, I would be read it. it. I would definitely read <laughs> It'll it. It'll be a bootleg. Yeah, I would definitely uh, read it. I want, I want to know why you interested to thirteen little old girls, bro, and why you pin on it. Yeah. Uh, did you know about that? No. Yeah. He peed oh, on little man. girls. Peed Who? R. Kelly? Yeah. R. Kelly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought, okay, I thought, I, was, I thought we were selling R. Kelly. Yeah, I knew about uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it, oh, that shit is weird. It, you know what it is, is he just isn't, he's just not well-intentioned. You don't fucking yeah. do that to, first of all, there is an age where you can't consent to certain things. Yeah. When you're 12, 13, like your brain doesn't fully develop roughly until you're 25. Yeah. Give or take, depending on the individual. Well, at 12 or 13, there's just certain things you can't consent to. That's why sex (laughs) will take sex, because you brought up R. Kelly. Sex is an adult behavior because it requires consent. Right. Well, in order to give genuine consent, you at least need to be of sound mind. You're not of sound mind until your brain has fully developed. So sex is a uniquely adult Behavior mm. because it requires consent, which requires sound mind. Mm. Mm. So R. Kelly, with whatever artistic, and he's a musical genius. Now. Yeah, and he made, he's made a lot of great. But music. he's not well intentioned because he doesn't <laughs> yeah, recognize nah, that. He he's he's a he's a victimizer. Yeah, he looks at people who he knows he can take advantage of, mm. who aren't of sound mind by virtue of being immature mm-hmm. and not fully developed, who can't consent. And he takes advantage of them. Yeah. So he is simultaneously artistic and talented yeah. and also terribly flawed. And he's flawed because he's not well-intentioned because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Being well-intentioned means you care about other people's you, – you care about being decent to people. You care especially about being decent to people who can't help themselves. Yeah. This is where policing. So 
This is a good little segue. (laughs) This is why being a good cop is so important. Right. Is because with whatever power we possess as virtue of being in the police, we can very easily, by virtue of that power, victimize people. Mm. Well, we need to be, we need to recognize that. We need to be well-intentioned and not do it. We like, so if I'm in a situation where it's just me and an Mm -hmm. offender and there's nobody else around and there's no cameras and there's nobody filming me, I need to be able to be trusted that I'm going to be well-intentioned in that circumstance and I'm not going to abuse my power and I'm going to treat that person properly. And just because that person committed a particular crime doesn't mean it gives me the right to mistreat them. That's why the system's there. That's why hopefully the system works appropriately. Right. It is not my place to say, you know what, you did X, Y, Z, and I'm going to hold you accountable right here. Now, that's not my place. Yeah. My place is to hopefully bring about justice, but in a lawful, well-intentioned, fair, honest way. Yeah. And so anytime you're in a position of power, like, R- so you bring up R. Kelly and the fact that he's pissing on 13-year-olds. Well, right. R. Kelly, by virtue of being an adult, is in a position of power over those kids because he's older, he's mature, He's a, a, a famous person. Famous, I mean, all of these things person. are are indications of power and privilege and give you a status over other people. Yeah. Well, don't abuse it. Yeah. Don't abuse it. Don't mistreat these people because you can. Yeah. Be well-intentioned. Protect the people who need to be protected. Those 13-year-olds don't need to be pissed on. They need to be protected. Yep. Just because like, they can't uh, protect themselves. So, you know, you say, you know... Put, Tech stuff like that. So we do know that John Van Dyke just got, oh, yeah. just got locked Mr. up. Chicago. Yeah, for for shooting the kid in Chicago. Yep. Um, I know you said that you you don't know too much about the story. But yeah, I dude, didn't follow that one. But um, I, I I really didn't follow it either. But um, because it is one of those stories. Like, okay, another black person got shot. Well, that one seems so overtly wrong. Yeah. The the ones that are crystal clear. Yeah, aren't you think, interesting. You think they, just, they just kind of it's get just it. like oh fuck, like everybody <laughs> everybody looks at it and they're like oh yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> it's the gray ones that are a little bit questionable. <laughs> but that one seems pretty yeah, that's, clear. That was fucked up. Yeah, <sighs> god damn, and you know, and I'm happy for that family that you know, mm-hmm. they got justice and shit like that. But it's just like, like you said, you know, it's not your it's not your place to uh, misuse your power no. and stuff like that. You should always. It doesn't matter who you're And I feel like with. so many times that white power mm-hmm. misuses their power mm-hmm. rather than using it for the, you know, the good, greatness and things yeah. like that. Yeah. But uh, I think right now for that to happen, once again, you was like, you know, shit, that, that shit was kind of clear cut. Still though, for a black family to like get justice yeah. off that shit, like because mm-hmm. we not used to that, mm-hmm. like I, I think that deserves a round of applause. I'm, oh, for I'm sure. happy for them, yeah, and things like that. But once again, like we always do on this show, I encourage white people to use their white power for you know the good. Yeah, of, and uh, that's the good, a good of point. our culture. Yeah, that's a good point. Admit that there is white privilege because there is. Yeah, and. By virtue of white privilege, you have a little bit of power that people who aren't white don't have. Right. So don't be poor. Don't be poor intentioned with that power. Right. Understand it. Know that you have it, and do good with it. Reach down. Pick other people up. Help. Help people. Pay people. Don't. Don't. Man, there's. It's just. 
you just can't understand people's perspectives exactly. Yeah. Because you aren't them. The whole yeah. adage, you know, walk a mile in someone else's shoes. Well, for white people, when you talk about black people, that's exactly what you need to do is you need yeah. to try to see things from their reality. And it's not easy. It takes effort. Um, it absolutely does. It takes a lot of effort. It's not natural. I'm not naturally just going to wake up one day with my skin and see the world from a black person's perspective. I yeah. have to try and I have to try a lot Yeah, yeah try and I have to suspend my ego yeah, and I have yeah. to suspend my reality mm-hmm. and the things that I've experienced mm-hmm. and genuinely empathize yeah. and try to see it from someone else's viewpoint. Yeah. And even then with all that effort, it still takes more effort on top of it. Yeah. But that's what you got to do. Yeah. And if police would do that and realize that they're that like, like take the most take the most overt example of what most cops would think is just criminal behavior. Okay, so so there's these inner cities. Okay, that mm-hmm. are comprised of mostly black people, and they're mm-hmm. violent. They are. Yeah. Now there's reasons for that, and there's systematic oppression that is the cause of this. Mm-hmm. But in 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 just a vacuum, just in in and of itself. These are neighborhoods where there's lots of crime going on, and it's the police's job to stop crime. So cops can very easily, from their unique perspective, say these are just criminals. They're, they're just criminals. They're acting criminally. They're doing things yeah. they shouldn't do. Who knows why? But it's my job to hold them accountable and to make them pay yeah. for this criminal behavior. Yeah. And I get that. But how much more impactful could you be if you take a step back and understand why potentially it is that that is their reality as we've said a thousand times on this show even hood kids don't wake up one day and decide to be hood kids it's just their reality right and they land there before they even know what's happened you know and they and and largely like they don't really even know why they do what they do it's just their experience yeah and you know what like when he said it like i wonder why we make the reality for our, our I ain't gonna say our kids because we ain't got no kids, but in our culture, why is it when you come from a blood neighborhood or a crip neighborhood, you automatically already, you know what I'm saying? The moment you born, you automatically crip, you automatically right. blood, you know what I'm saying? Why is it that we make that like the nature or like the surrounding, you know what I'm saying? Because you don't know any different. It's what you're born into. I know. But it's like, why do we do that though? You know what I'm saying? Because I, the because the Crips and Blood, like the whole gang well, affiliated, part of the, dude, that was an offshoot of the Black Panthers. Yeah, it yeah. used to be where well, we're gonna protect the Black community. Now we beefing over just turf and shit like yeah. that, and over colors. Yeah, well, so. largely because you're disenfranchised and you don't have opportunity. Yeah, like the second there was genuine opportunity afforded you, and you had better options, you'd take them. Yeah. That it's all part. It's just it's all part of the the bigger problem. But why people it's, don't look at it like a, that? Well, because because <laughs> that's not our reality. It's not our reality, and we don't we don't see it. We it takes an, an enormous amount of effort for us to see it. Trust me, I know because I didn't yeah. see it. Now I do, and the amount of effort it took me to see it is immense. It yeah. took a lot of work for me to get it, yeah. and I still don't get it exactly. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. In a, in a really, truly meaningful way, I don't truly get it still. Yeah. I mean, I get it conceptually. 
and I get it factually. Shit, I, I don't even get it because I'm from there. Like, it don't make sense to me. It don't make sense, you know, bro. A lot of my family members are from that. And I'm like, yo, we didn't even grow up like that. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, we had family for real, and you yeah. chose that life. But I get it, but I don't. You know, um, J. Cole had the saying, uh, you know, people would do anything for acceptance. That's exactly um, what it is. You know, he said, uh, what, 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 what was the lyric? He said. Uh, oh, which one? I know K.O.D. He, he, yeah, he said uh, people would do anything for acceptance. Um, it was it was strange to me how people can bang blood or crit when they were just an L.A. thing or something like that. Yeah. It was yeah. something in that nature. And I always wonder, like, in Memphis, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like. Well, he's talking about how his how point f- in that was. How the fuck? It Bloods and Crips is an LA thing, so why is everybody else doing that? Why is that? everybody else doing that shit? Yeah, I yeah. used to always wonder that shit. That's why yeah. I never got into it. I never got into it because yeah, yeah, it was weird to me. That too. was never my like uh, And then like I'm like, bro, we all black. We fucking killing each other over some wet some colors. Well, I can tell you how it spread, but it it was yeah, drug trade did Yeah, that. drug trade. Mm-hmm. I mean of course yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I know that. But drug trade did that, but like still though, like Yeah, like Bro, we we not we ain't killing the enemy though. Nah, you know what I'm saying. We don't know nah. George Zimmerman, and I'm not like wishing death upon George Zimmerman, but it's just crazy to me how Trayvon Martin can get killed, but yet like a bunch of black dudes can get killed because of turf, because of colors and things like that. But yet a person like George Zimmerman is still walking around who killed Trayvon Martin, and you don't do nothing about that. Man, we heavily programmed. I said yeah. like it. David Bannon told. He said it. The clearest way that I can think of. If a computer is blank at the beginning, right? Yeah. And a programmer goes mm-hmm, in and puts mm-hmm. a virus on it. Is it the computer's fault that it's messed up? Mm. Or is it the programmer's mm-hmm, fault? Mm-hmm. It's the programmer's fault, right? right? Of course. Well, okay. Dude. <laughs> so that goes back into the religion discussion. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are okay. we created? So computers are created. Yeah. And we as yeah. the overbearers or whatever the term is. We put software on computers, mm-hmm. and computers behave accordingly to what we put on them. Yeah. If you believe that humans were created by something, yeah, and we were in, created with this software. Oh, this goes back to Westworld. Take world. mental illness. This goes back to Westworld. I, I think we're overshooting each other's points. I, I like where you're going, though. Take mental illness. Yeah. All right. Let's say. Yeah. So, so people who are severely mentally ill have from time to time done really horrific shit yeah yeah horrific murders really bad shit yeah okay and the easy answer is god that's wrong that's that's sinful that's illegal that's all these horrible rands of things but meanwhile they didn't put that software on their hard drive they were born that way they were born with a sick brain and they acted chemically imbalanced they had absolutely no they literally had no control now some people have a little bit of control right but some atrocities are committed by people who literally have no control. They don't even know they're doing it. Yeah. Or, and if they do know they they're doing it, it's done under a delusion and they think they're doing the right thing. There's a million different scenarios, but if people are created mm-hmm. and certain people, unfortunately have the dumb luck of having mental illness, severe mental illness. Well, that yeah. is a software that was put on their hard drive and they have nothing, no control over it. Nothing. Yeah. So does that person deserve to rot in jail? Does that person deserve to burn in hell for something that they had zero control over? Yeah. Sam Harris talked about that. 
you know. Well, well, I was going with it. I didn't <laughs> take it to the religious side, but like, just take black people for an example. Mm-hmm. We had our own thing going on. We were taken from a place and brought to another place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were stripped of our language. We were stripped of our culture. We were stripped of everything that made us uniquely us and how we were made to function. Mm-hmm. We were a blank slate when we got here. Mm-hmm. Then we were programmed to be something totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the actions that followed, is that our fault? No. Mm. No. That's what I'm like. Well, it goes back to the whole mm. free will, like, and you brought up Sam Harris. You know, people, most people believe in free will. Most people think that we're right. we're in control of ourselves and we can make our choices and we do so emphatically and mm-hmm. they're just simply choices. Sam will or Sam will Sam Harris <laughs> says there is no free will. Because um the guy mm. that did the shooting in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Texas uh sixties. He 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 wrote a letter and said, Please do like he I I'm probably paraphrasing it wrong, but he said, please do a study on my brain because he's like, I don't know why one of I like first, this. Yeah. One of the first sh- mass shootings. Mass shootings. And once they did the study on his brain, they found like tumors all over his brain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, so, Whitney something or other? It was in Texas in the yeah, 60s. It was, yeah, it was in I Texas. I forget the guy's name. They but found like tumors all over his brain. But there's, yeah. there is legitimate science yeah. that says there actually isn't free will. I mean, there's neurobiology. There's yeah. neuroscientists who've done research, and Sam Harris is one of them, who says there actually isn't free will. It's a complete illusion. Hmm. Um, now it's an it's a good illusion, just like conspiracy theories are a good illusion. We hey, we're all under the, the understanding theories. that we have free will. We all think that we do. Give me some, but there are legitimate arguments to be made that nobody made. has free will. We're all a vi- we're all a victim of our biology. We're all a victim of this brain in our heads. This brain, bro. I mean, and, and think hey, about isn't it. Isn't from- a true thing called the lizard brain? Well, think about it like this: nobody chooses their personality. That's true. Nobody Damn, chooses. True. Nobody chooses Damn, to feel good true. or not feel good. <laughs> that's true. What do you say about the person that actually breaks out of the cycle? Like you know, there's a whole lot of things that are predisposed, like genetically, right? Yeah. You got diabetes. You got yeah. high blood pressure. Blah 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 blah. But, but the you person have personality. That, you got personality you and all of that. that. But the person that breaks out of that, did they have free will or was that just the mutation? It depends who you ask. Yeah, that's. That's like generational, like, like, generational, like generation. Cursing. We talk about generational curses, curses and whatnot. And like that. Then the yeah. person that actually breaks out and starts a new cycle, yeah. yeah, is that free will? But is is even the that's ability, why I asked about the lizard brain? Is yeah. is the ability to break that cycle? Free I heard of. I don't know the yeah. exact. Yeah. Exactly. What, what do you mean by that? Uh, the lizard brain is actually like it's this thing. It's supposed to be like a part of your brain that's actually. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some part, some. Religious people call it, well, not gonna say religious, spiritual people call it your, the lower, your, your lower self. I don't know what scientists people call it. I really is don't. Is it like the third eye, that kind of thing? Nah, the third eye is kind of like your higher self. Yeah. But the lizard brain is actually like your lower self. It's supposed to be like on the, the back part of your left brain. That's hmm. what it's supposed I I could be totally wrong about this, but I only watched one video on it. Yeah. So, Please don't trust me on this. But yeah. you, but people who listening, y'all can go look it up, and y'all can probably tell me about it. Um, but suppose it's like that's that voice that tell you that you ain't shit. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That is like that's where the depression comes from. Yeah. That's where the anxiety comes from. It's just like this thing that just 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 feeding yeah. out to you. Is like just just evil shit. But there are certain people who can overcome 
that lizard brain mm-hmm. and like they can shut that lizard brain up you remember that one time we, we was at an atheist meeting we yeah. the, the, when we were all sitting around that fire pit yeah yeah and I told uh, Cass I was like yo remember the time you told me to, to shut that person up yeah, in my yeah, brain yeah, yeah. And he was like you guys gotta tell him to shut the fuck up yeah and I was like yeah I've been telling him to shut the fuck up yeah lately I've been having to tell my Tell that lizard yeah, brain yeah. to shut the fuck up. Yeah. But I got to do more research on the lizard brain, though. Well, that the, once again, the Joe Rogan podcast I listened to with Nikki Glasser, I think her name is. She's a comedian. Oh, oh no, no, no. That's not the one he said. No, they no. they talk about that. Well, who was it? Nikki Glasser, I think. It's a okay, female comedian. Nikki, she was on Joe Rogan. Nikki Glasser? They talked about that on a recent episode where, where Nikki Glasser. you do have to just tell that dysfunctional part of your... Because it isn't free. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. A lot of what comes up in your head a lot of these anxieties and these things that happen aren't choice they just occur because your brain is a chemical your your brain is is what it is it's it functions the way it functions yeah. it has the chemicals and, and none of that is voluntary right and then here's my thing and there and if there is a god why would that god because you know in the bible it talks about how the devil uh he comes he he's around he he surrounds you like a, 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 a prowl lion or something like that. Like, he prowls around you like a lion. I think that's what it says. Mm-hmm. But for me, I take that scripture as like, he prowls around us like a lion is like the brain. The brain can have such a weak stance sometimes. And you could, you could, you, you yourself can bring yourself down. And I sometimes wonder, like, why would God give us a weak brain? Why would God give us a brain that doesn't function well? So then that makes me wonder, well, is there a God? Uh-huh. You know, that that's sometimes how I think. Okay. And I think of it like, uh, if we were perfect, why would we even have the thought of God, period? Right. If we were perfect? If we were perfect. Okay. Will we even acknowledge God? Hmm. But who... Well, it was our ancestors who were the first people to acknowledge God, though. Yeah. Like, we acknowledged, you know, the sun and things like that. If we never needed for anything, if we never uh, went through anything, yeah. would we seek something outside of ourselves? Or even wonder if there was a creator or not, because we're perfectly moving, functioning do you, being. Do you think that that same creator, though, is trying to figure out their selves or she or himself us you think they're trying to figure out themselves i i don't know because yeah. like i don't know because if there's an all-seeing god that's seeing us go through this shit and it's like damn you gonna let us go through this shit like on our own i, I guess yeah. not not on our own because you can pray you can meditate and all these type of things but it's like if i have a bad brain bro it's not me occupying this shit you know what i'm saying I think so, we all got a bad brain. Though. I don't even say it's a bad brain. We all just got a thorn in our side you know what? we're dealing with. But you know what? Uh, the Prophet Muhammad was illiterate. He was. But he was able to quote the Quran and, you know, yeah. you know those type of things like that. So those type of stories like that make me seem like it got to be a God. It's you got to be something saying? different, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's something, something different. Yeah. So, and that's why I'm like on this spiritual journey, like stupid hard right now, bro. I don't know. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm just Man. out here. Like, if anybody says they completely got to figure out their life. Yeah, I don't know so. if I'm atheist. I don't know if I'm Christian. I don't know if I'm yeah. Muslim. I've been going to church, though. I went to church Sunday. Yeah. Again. 
That's three weeks in a row. Yeah, you beat me right now. Hey, <laughs> three weeks in a row, and I still don't know what the fuck I am. <laughs> uh, what did I miss? I took a bathroom break. Um, or now you're going to church. How was it? Did you go this weekend? I went this weekend, bro. Was it, good? it was fucking great. Same church? Same church. Like, they cool as hell. But, and did your wife go? No, my wife got super drunk Saturday night, so she didn't go. It was okay, though. Yeah. It wasn't because... Of past issues. Yeah, yeah, shit happens. She got super drunk Saturday night. She couldn't go. Party time. All right. It was party time. I mean, I was kind of slightly still drunk, but I made it. Yeah. Um, I made it, and it was good. It was good. Like, for me, for what church is, is almost like how I'm talking to Blue. Right. Sometimes I talk to Blue just to get a good message. Even Mm -hmm. though it's coming from an atheist perspective, it's a good. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, you you say real shit though. Yeah, yeah. You say real uh, shit. You put it in a way where I can like, I can fucking understand. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't feel dumb and, but, talking and, to you. But you can. Do You're not like Sam Harris. You, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But when I go to church and I hear a message, it's almost like a motivational speech. Not there a motivational speech, but like, uh, it's like I, I I get what they're saying. Like. Sometimes you got to be in certain positions, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, what's the story they were talking about? When when uh, Elijah, I guess he saw, like, the fire come down from the heavens or something like that. Mm-hmm. He was like, you got to be in a certain position. Because then he started comparing it to, like, you know, if you're a wide receiver and you go 15 yards up with your route, like, 10 yards if you go 15 yards, you're still going to miss the ball. But he was like, Elijah was like right there. He was like right in his position. He's like, you guys got to be right in your position. I was like, okay, I I see where you're going with this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. sometimes I just got to put myself, I got to center myself. So that, that goes back to my prayer, my meditation type situations where, because sometimes I, I do suffer from anxiety. I do suffer from de- depression. So I got to sometimes get myself, when I feel that shit coming, I got to put myself in a position like my prayer stance or my meditation stance where I'm breathing correctly, I'm praying correctly, and things like that. I don't know who the hell I'm praying to, mm. but it helps for the time being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, prayer is just meditation is all it is. Yeah. I mean, being yeah. be, closing your eyes and praying is very, very similar to meditation. Yeah. Well, and. Last night helps. Last so. night was a big a big one too because uh I went to bed at like around ten thirty. I woke up around twelve thirty and I was up to about one forty five. Mm-hmm. And then I just uh I just told myself I was gonna do this meditation. And I did this meditation where I just focused on it's funny that we got a fan going on. I just focused on the fan. I just mm-hmm. closed my eyes into the fan. I went on this crazy trip of like just thinking about like just other shit, and then I brought my focus back to the fan, and it yeah, was that's just meditation. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh. it was so relaxing, bro. It was so fucking relaxing. And that's just, good. That's and I went to, to sleep, and I woke up like, oh shit, I'm well rested. Yeah, like yeah, it's time yeah. to get work on. You know, what I'm yeah. like and that, that, that's what it was. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, but that's good. But for the past previous episodes, you know, people have heard me say that. You know, I suffer from not sleeping. I suffer from depression. I suffer mm-hmm. from anxiety, whatever that shit. But meditation, it mm-hmm. helps me. I don't mm-hmm. know if it helps other people. I've I've meditated twice in my life, and both of them were within the last month. So Sam Harris has this new app that he 
came out with yeah, called Waking Al- Up. Shit, we gotta get it. Al- and it's got it's got <laughs> fuck this the, shit. We gonna up his ass, dude. Apps are coming. <laughs> no, they, they don't just happen. There's a lot of now we gonna get one, bro. Hey, somebody gonna sponsor this shit. But he has a meditation app, and the first like three sessions are free. And so through that, I meditated. Oh, free? Yeah, the oh, first damn. three sessions are. Oh, okay. And so I did a guided meditation. Yeah. F- twice now. Yeah. And I like it too, man. It's yeah. it's good. Yeah. It is good. I and like I'm, it, bro. I'm like as novice and yeah. beginner at this as you can possibly be. I don't shit, know. Who you telling? But but even so, I got telling? a huge amount of benefit from it. I loved yeah. it. When I got done with my first guided meditation and I opened my eyes, and this could just be a trick. I don't know what this was. <laughs> Everything seemed crystal clear. And by crystal, that I mean, I mean my I'm, vision. Yeah. I th- like yeah. literally everything seemed clear. Crystal clear. Like, I just visually saw things clearer than I did prior to starting. <coughs> well, and, dude, there's something to be said for meditation. It's good well, shit, man. Okay, you said that was your second one, right? But yeah, is, and they were like eight minutes long. So okay. in my entire lifetime, I've meditated for 16 minutes. 16 minutes. So well, what do I know? But it fucking felt I've, good. I've been doing this meditation because... I've been doing meditation because I was in a therapist at one point, and then I stopped. Um, so... I kind of been doing meditation for like a year now, mm-hmm. but it's been on and off. It ain't yeah. been like consistent. Yeah. But now, the meditation that I know about is focusing on one sound. Yeah. Like I said, the fan. But you know what? That does it get you out of your head. It gets you, gets out, you out of your that, fucking that head brain. So, like I said, like when I went on that bad trip, it was like, okay, Thomas, rede- redirect yourself mm-hmm. to the fucking fan. Mm-hmm. Listen to the fan. Mm-hmm. Don't even, and then, you know, my therapist tell me, don't even call it a fan. Just listen to the sound. Yeah. Yep. And I did that shit. And I went to sleep. Yep. And I woke up my lungs. I said, God damn. That's awesome. That's what you did. I didn't slip. It's time to get the day started, you know? That's awesome. So it was great, bro. It was great. And like, and I think that's why I've been like excited lately, though. I've been doing a lot of meditation. I've been Mm -hmm. going to church. I've been um, praying a lot lately. And like, like I said, I don't know if. God is real. I don't know none of this shit. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, you brought him up. Cass says that the best um, practice of of uh, theism is atheism. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so when he says that, he means humans make a whole bunch of assumptions about God. Yeah. And we're fucking wrong. We're wrong about all of them. Yeah. If God is real, it is so far out of our understanding, we can't even begin to conceive of it. So to make assumptions about what it wants or what it looks like, or yeah. whether it is a he or she is fucked up. Shameless. Yeah, I've it's said so that. Sh- I got to watch that. Shameless. It's so stupid. It, we're just so wrong. You got to watch Shameless. So <laughs> that's why I say, and I've always said, I'm an atheist when it comes to world religions. I yeah. think all world religions got it fucking wrong. Yeah. Now, I'm very much agnostic when it comes to the question of God. Gotcha. I don't know. Gotcha. Could there be? Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But if there is... I can't even begin to conceive of it. And as far as I can tell, it's made no attempts to help me conceive of it. Gotcha. So don't give a shit. I mean, if it doesn't care about me, I don't care about it. Gotcha. Um, I respect that. I, I honestly do respect could that. It, could it exist? Totally. Totally. Absolutely. I've already said I that I think that. an unanswerable question that. is what yeah, preceded 100%. the Big Bang. 100%. Could God have preceded the Big Bang? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because we don't have a better explanation. hundred percent. scientists don't have a better explanation. Yeah. They don't But it's crazy, it. though. And, and and the reason why, like, I'll text you guys this morning. Like, I was yeah. so excited. Yeah, I don't know how therapeutic this show is for me. Like, to have an atheist 
a Christian and just this confused guy, but it's two black guys mm-hmm. and a white guy. Yeah. Like for me to like being this melting pot mm-hmm. and we just discuss so many different issues. Just openly and just good openly, intention. good intention, good people, good vibes, good energy. It's just like so therapeutic for mm-hmm. me. That's why I was like, I text you guys like I'm so excited about today because I was just like so happy to be around with y'all because it's like when I'm not like I mean I call you like yeah. I'm, I'm in a dark but, ass but you know place. What it is? You know what I'm saying? You know what you know what you like about it? It gets you out of your head. Yeah. Just just speaking things to other people gets you out of your monkey brain yeah. and out of your lizard brain yeah. and out of that weird cycle. Cause yeah. That's all it takes. That's yeah. why. That's why people need to be there for other people. Yeah, is because we can't do it alone. Yeah, you can't. We have, hell we have no. to work. We have to work as groups. We have to work as yep. friends. We have to be there for one another and be well intentioned. Yeah, and 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 once again, that's why we 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 brought together this podcast because mm-hmm. we knew that one culture couldn't understand the other culture mm-hmm. without like. Us, I Correct. guess, basically, us coming together, and <laughs> it isn't it isn't going to happen naturally. Yeah. I am never going to understand a black person's perspective unless I put effort into it. Yeah. It's not happening naturally. Now, the reverse isn't necessarily true because of white supremacy. Because American society is white supremacist, right? Because of that fact, which yeah. it is, black people have to in order to survive. Kind of understand white perspective. So yeah. you guys understand me more than I understand you. Gotcha. Because you have to out of necessity. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. In order but to you exist, learn it, though, every week, though. I am, yeah, because yeah. I'm doing things to learn. White and people don't naturally just learn this shit. Yeah, it takes effort. They learn it, though. Well, if they're taking the time to, to learn it. Yeah, they learn it. Black people don't <laughs> have the, the luxury of not knowing white perspective. Yeah. You guys have to, to some extent, to survive. I had the luxury my entire right. life of not knowing your perspective, so I didn't until I took efforts to see it. Yeah. And that's that's important. Yeah. That's what brings about equality and understanding <laughs> and, and all these things. Yeah. So hopefully it happens. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say. I, I'm, I'm, unless y'all got something to say. Oh, I'm good, man. You good? Yeah. <laughs> how, how long is this one? Uh, it feels a, like it was long. Hour thirty. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Wow, Jesus Christ, we talked that fucking long. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. It is great stuff. I hope good everybody stuff. enjoys this episode. I had a great time recording this one. Yeah. And like I said, it was very energetic for me. I was so happy to see y'all. Yeah, I was happy to see you guys. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like church. This is my it, church, actually. Yeah. Weekly therapy. Bro. Yeah. Weekly yeah. therapy, yeah. bro. Um. So yeah, so, if you so can black plug, luster. Yeah. Um. Just. If you haven't checked it out yet, I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Like, everybody who has checked it out loves it. Yeah. So if you haven't, it's B-L-A-C-K-L-U-S-T-R-E, blackluster.com. It is a black-owned clothing company that makes apparel, not apologies, and they have bad-ass stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't looked at it or you haven't bought something, just go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, if you'd like to donate to our show, mm-hmm. Blackline's got the info, and all of it goes to our dear producer, Tuan, Tuan who is yep. the... Reason why this is such a crystal clear, perfect broadcast. Yep. And the cash app is the dollar sign Amun. So that's A M U N seven. And trust me, all the money goes to Twan because he is letting us use a studio for free. And 
he makes sure that this show is crystal clear. He does Edited. all the <laughs> editing. Listen, he, listen to the qual- the sound quality of this show compared to any other podcast. To any it's, other podcast. Equal, he does such a hard work. And we're just trying to pay the man. So if y'all could just please help us out. Give us a small donation. Help me keep the lights on. Help and, us and keep I, the lights on. I'm here if to y'all tell love this show. Because I'm getting so many so many messages like, oh, I love this show. But just please, just give me a dollar. And you know what? And I'm going to give it right to Tom. Hey, I'm here to tell you. One of the reasons you love this show is because it's easily to listen to yeah. because of the quality of the sound. Yeah. Hey, I've listened to a lot of podcasts that are good, but I can't listen to them because the sound quality sucks. Yep. The reason you can listen to this show and enjoy it is because there isn't any interference. Yep. It's crystal fucking clear. Yep. And you know why? Producer Tuan. Tuan. Producer Tuan. And, oh, and if and if anybody like want to just like link up with him on some music type stuff, man, yo, please, you can reach out to him. Uh, you can get at me. You know, my Instagram is at Blackline7. Uh, uh, my Facebook is Thomas Dion Bailey. Uh, my Twitter is also Blackline7 as well. I can get you hooked up if you're in the Nashville area. He's a great producer. He does a lot of. He just does a lot of things. He's very well rounded, and so we 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 trying to hook the brother up. So, reach out to us, donate if you can, and um, I don't know if y'all got anything to say. Hey, I was just gonna say, you can't get at me. Nobody. I don't. My whole yeah. Point we we not, not we not worried about you, but <laughs> not yet. If you yeah. wanted to contact me, you could do so through either of these two fine individuals. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think they know that though. Yeah, I, would, I hope. I, would I, hope so. I will hope. Well, yeah. Okay, let me say that. If you need to reach blue, and you're Do white, so. I'm just kidding. Or anybody, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, if you re- if you need to reach blue, please reach out to me, and I can get you in contact with blue. Uh, we try to keep blue's um, name confidential because of his uh, profession, and so um, yeah, but. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to reach to any of these motherfuckers, goddamn, just come out to you me. Know, you know, nobody likes cops. Nobody likes yeah. cops. Yeah, and when, hey, like I said, when I first <laughs> met his ass, and his wife told me he was a cop and he was buying me a drink, I was like, ah, like, oh, shit, yeah, it's a setup. It's a setup. <laughs> God damn it, I'm walking away. Been bamboozled. <laughs> But yo, but, man, but, thank but, you. All right. What, 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 no, 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 you good? You sure? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> but thank you for listening to Blurred Lines podcast once again. Uh, we'll see y'all next week, man. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs>
much I'm stressing way too much And things between us Dang They just ain't the same Father This world's causing the strain Father They say that I'm dead wrong They say I got it wrong all along But it's so strange Cause the things that you told me Say that I'm on the right path But they say I need to change Father It's really driving me 